Hello guys and what's up? We're back with Sheen Trains Cave. It is the third episode of this year, and there's not a lot to talk about, unfortunately, from, from Wednesday. Um, for the headlines, really, not a lot's happened. Um, that's that interesting. Uh, there's only been one game since then. And uh, that game had, had a few things to talk about, but this will probably be a, a pretty short one to wrap up pretty easily. I think the biggest thing will probably be just covering some of the, the quick, easy headlines, and then we'll go over the game. So, start off with the headlines. Talking about the myth, the man, the legend, Antonio Brown once again. The NFL met, the uh, the owners, commissioners, or whatever, I don't know exactly who it is, but they, they met, they 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 talked, and they said, you know what, we're going to let Antonio Brown play. We're not going to put him on the commissioner's list, exemption list, where he, he can't play, but also get paid. They let him, they're letting him pay, they're letting him get paid, and he can play. Paid and play, right? He's getting, by, he's getting both things. Um, when I was reading, it said the reason they let him do this is because... Well, it wasn't a criminal investigation. Um, if you don't know, Antonio Brown is a wide receiver, recently signed with the New England Patriots. He recently also got accused of um, sexual assault and rape three different times on, on one woman. And the woman came out and said this. She filed a civil lawsuit, which... Um, to my better knowledge from what I've read and, and, and heard and been told is just basically a, um, a, not a, not a criminal thing to get him charged criminally, but a, um, you owe me money for, you know, uh, the humiliation factor, uh, physical harm, damages done anything like that. So that's what's happened. Um, apparently the NFL is going to investigate, um, Antonio Brown's doing, still dealing with this. There hasn't been a whole lot about that come up recently. Um, the, the only thing other with Antonio Brown that has kind of been a, a big thing, and this is something that really bothered me, was he got dropped by, I'm hoping I say this helmet right, Zenith, something like that. Um, it's a helmet company that make helmets. He recently, very recently, within the last maybe month or two, a few weeks, <laughs> uh, got uh, signed by them where he, they uh, he's like their face of their their helmets. Um, so if you like you know Riddell, they're basically like a Riddell, which is Riddell makes helmets too. And um, obviously the whole reason that that he got dropped was because of. <laughs> Because of this whole, he, he did these, he supposedly was accused of these actions. <clears throat> Unfortunately, that um, turned against him, and now they've dropped him. Which uh, makes me upset. I hate that companies assume this. Um, the same type of thing happened with Tiger Woods with when companies dropped him with AT&T and stuff. Uh, when he cheated on his wife and stuff like that. Um, personally, I feel... Now, I, I have a lot of insight in this so much to the point where 
where I, I study business, I do business, I understand business world, the marketing world, all that. I understand the, the obviously, the, the, the common sense is that you don't want to be affiliated with a guy that could be a rapist or, or could be doing things like diddling little boys and girls, stuff like that. You don't want to be associated with people like that. That's understandable. But I feel as a consumer and a business person and someone that watches other people, sees what other people do, someone sees the analytics of it, I've never seen a company really die off because they're they're affiliated with someone that's been accused. Like I don't think people are going to stop using AT and T when Tiger Woods cheated on his wife. I don't think people that have AT and T as their service are going to go, oh, they were sponsoring a cheater. Well, time to switch to Verizon. Like I don't feel like those kind of things would happen, but. Maybe very, very small margins might happen. Maybe a couple hundred people might do that. But in the grand scheme of things, I don't think it really hurt a business that much. Maybe I think the worst one would probably be if you're Subway and Jared Fogle, you know, was dealing with boys and girls and had little pictures, videos of boys and girls on his desktop. And yeah, it's probably, you know, that's probably going to hurt a bit, but I, I don't think as much. I don't think Subway really is, and I think that big of a dive. I actually recently watched a video on Subway. It's a little bit off topic of sports, but uh, the whole thing of Subway is that they declined not only because of Jared Fogle's stuff, really not really that, but, you know, there was a recession in 2008. There was, um, you know, they're a pretty basic place. Quiznos is a big place that fights them. Most pizza places now kind of serve their own kind of subs. There's mom and pop joints everywhere that serve their own kind of subs and pizza and things like that. So, and they're all at different prices and, you know, and, and Subway is a bit oversaturated in a way because to make, because it is a franchise. So you as an individual can go and buy your own Subway store and they'll help you set it up. And it costs, I think, closer to 200000 when it's all said and done to start it up, which costs a lot less than starting up like a McDonald's, which costs over $2 million on average. So, yeah, little off topic, a little, little fact about Subway and McDonald's, I guess, a little, little fact I don't know about them. But Subway's turning it around. They're turning it around a lot, right? They're, they're, you know, we're not in a recession anymore, obviously. You know, we're obviously going up in the world in the economy and stuff. So Subway's doing a lot better. You know, they're not maybe as, as oversaturated, but yeah, just a little, just a little fact Rooney about them. So yeah, Antonio Brown got dropped by his helmet manufacturer. Unfortunately, I think that's upsetting. I wish he didn't. Uh, but on the, on the lighter side of things, he wasn't put on paid leave. Um, and he's not guilty of these heinous crimes. So he is allowed to make that trip play against Miami, which I think will be a great game. So, on to the next headline. So, apparently, NFL is going to be reviewing some protocols after they missed Sterling Shepard's concussion. Concussions are pretty... They've really jumped up because if you watch any videos of older NFL maybe just like maybe even just a lighter as as late as or as soon as 10 years back I, th- I guess that's the right way to put it 
as soon as 10 years back, 15 years back in the NFL and stuff, concussions weren't really cared about as much. You know, I think early 2000s is when it started to slightly build up. In the late nineteen in the late nineteen nineties and the <clears throat> the like seventies eighties nineties in those type of era days, even when NFL and and football in itself first started, concussions weren't even thought of. Really, well, I mean they were thought of, but they're not as thought of as they are now. Really, now it's like if you get hit in the head, it's a big thing. You know, you got to take it serious, and and you should you should take it serious because of. Um, players that end up killing their wives or killing themselves or or do things that maybe they, maybe isn't normal to them because of things that happen to their head. I've played football myself. I've gotten numerous concussions, other injuries on top of that. I was possibly a bit more injury prone when I was playing in junior high. So um, I've never had a, a very very severe concussion. I think the worst one I had was the doctor said it was a it was a slightly severe head, uh, concussion where it would cause short-term memory loss. Um, and the worst thing that could probably happen is just forever. I'll have kind of hazy short-term memory, but it should be fine. I should be okay as long as stuff doesn't like keep getting worse, which it never did, you know. Um, and I think just normally I got bad fucking memory. <laughs> so I just can't remember everything in the world. Um, but, yeah, uh, you know. I think I think I'm glad that the NFL will take this really serious, uh, which you know they kind of have. NFL's definitely you know if you were once again if you're if you're a person that likes business and you want to get a little scoop maybe on just having a good face of a brand or as a person, the NFL definitely doesn't want to be associated with anything bad. That's why whenever something happens, they're they're right on it. You see immediately the NFL's investigating. Even if maybe they're not right away, they'll just say they are. Just so people, like, as soon as the Antonio Brown allegations came out, next day, a couple hours later, they're like, we're investigating. They're, they're just, they're, they're that kind of thing that they're on top of it always, which is good. Though, though some people, most people might think some of their decisions on how they handle things can, that we disagree, it is respectable that they, that they jump on things right away. I'm glad they do that. I think that's a very good thing. That's why they're probably jumping on this right away, trying to figure this out. Um, head injuries are definitely a thing I think people, players should definitely be weary of, uh, coaches, training staff. Um, I've been seeing, not only just with head injuries, but I've been seeing a lot of things where they talk about players taking painkillers all the time or they're taking, uh, uh, they're popping pills all the time just to keep staying on the field, which I think is a bit sad. But I think, uh, you know, I mean, it, the NFL's definitely shifted from a long time ago. But I think the players that are playing more of the mid-range, maybe 26 and up play, old year old players nowadays in the NFL, they watch guys like, they, they kind of, they might have missed out on like the 85 Bears, but they might have seen some guys like Barry Sanders and that kind of era where like they were just that just hits. It's still like really big hits. And the older guys like Tom Brady probably were watching Walter Payton and Walter Payton and his era just were, was insane. I, I think the football then was amazing. I, I kind of wish I was able to grow up with that type of football. But on the the flip side of it though is you know away off the field with them players. You know they got really messed up. You know there's, there's the big when the Steelers were big. 
it's like me and Joe Green and a little bit later than that. Those players now usually are dead, especially the linemen. And some of the guys that would get hit really hard, like receivers and stuff, and court, maybe not so much quarterbacks, but they they are just they either are dead now, or they have a lot of head problems, memory problems. <clears throat> and it is it is kind of sad to see, you know, when I and and it's something that I think uh, doctors. I don't remember the doctor's name. But there was a doctor. Will Smith played a role of him in the movie. He really, he really took a. Uh, a big step in trying to help it, and I think I think I'm I'm I think that's a respectable thing to do, you know. And I think nowadays, though I may agree with the fact that I think the NFL is a lot softer. I think it I think on the other side it it helps people to be to be themselves after football. They can they can leave football and go and live a life. They can go do something else. They can go and rap. They can go and and do art. They can, you know, they can do whatever they want. They can coach. They're not gonna go off and drive on the opposite side of the highway and die, something like that. So, I think that's good. So, uh, that's kind of it for headlines for NFL for right now. So we're just gonna jump into some headlines for the NBA. I guess the big thing that that I saw the day that um I mean I don't really care about because I feel like it's about the Hornets. I feel like the Hornets are the team in the NBA that no one really talks about. At least that I've ever seen, you know. I see every other team talk about even even the Detroit Pistons. I've seen out oh, granted I do live in Michigan, so they're probably talking about more here than other places and I'm assuming in Charlotte wherever that's at, I'm, my knowledge of the world is not very big. I haven't been on a Michigan that much ever. But I'm assuming that in Charlotte, in that place, the Hornets are talking about probably pretty pretty, pretty a lot. But even here in Michigan, we talk about every other team. We talk about L.A., the L.A. teams, the many of them there are, the Clippers, the Lakers. Uh, we talk about the Celtics. We talk about you know the Bulls. We talk about every other team there is. I'm not going to go ahead and name them all, but we talk about every other team. The one team I, I realize this never gets brought up is the Hornets because the Hornets really haven't done anything. There's no one really recognizable in the Hornets. I know Jeremy Lin was on the Hornets a couple years ago and he did pretty good in the playoffs compared to what he did in the regular season. I know that. I, I know that Nicholas Batum's on there, but I don't know how he's done. I know he's I know he's an 80 overall in a 2K a couple years back, but other than that, I, I don't have any. I know Al Horford was on there for a bit, but but other than that, that I, I don't really know a lot about the Hornets. So, pardon me for my lack of um, intelligence on the Hornets. But I but the thing I've always known is that Jordan's owned them. That seems to not make a fucking difference on how much anyone knows about them. Now, the highlights come up with Jordan selling equity stake in Hornets or remain controlling owner. I think that's cool. I think, it's I think Jordan is a really smart business guy like he he has his own jordan brand which is insane he's got um you know he he's probably regarded by the masses as the best nba player ever even though that argument will probably go on forever after i die after you die after jordan dies after fucking his kids die his kids kids die the conversation of best player ever in any sport 
will probably go on forever and ever and ever because there's always going to be newer, better players. And there's always going to be better. Like LeBron came and then they're like, oh, LeBron's better than Jordan. And then the fucking some people were like, Jordan's better than LeBron. There will always be that argument. You'll all just, people will just have to pick your side. You'll have to pick, you know. Unfortunately, um, <coughs> I'll usually I'll usually be a jokester and I'll say Larry Bird's the best, and I'll try to make an argument for him. Realistically, make an argument for him because I do think Larry Bird's in the top three best players in the NBA for sure. But I definitely think Jordan is probably number one. I mean, his athleticism, how good he was. Granted, I do make the argument that he probably wouldn't have been as good without the, the bad boy Pistons. What a fucking history the Pistons have made. But that probably won't be brought up always whenever people say Jordan's the best. You know, it's more of just what he did in, you know, with just the Bulls, which I think was cool. Um, another thing they don't talk about, which I don't think uh, maybe everyone has knowledge on, he just had a random year with the Wizards at the end of his career. You know? but And then a lot of people said Kobe was better than Jordan. So, you know, there will always be people that just will say this guy's better than this guy, that guy's better than that guy. You know what? I'll say my top three realistically ordered. Number one is Michael Jordan. Number two is Kobe. And number three is Larry Bird. I like all three of those players. I think they're pretty I think they're pretty dope. Um, the way I put that is more of I don't put it by, you know, the the rings, I put it by more of like their best player. So what that means to me, not, not a lot of other guys could have it as a different, a different um, senses. They could have it as best player uh, with team player and by himself. I'm putting it as best player. If you're going to be the best player, you got to be able to play predominantly by yourself. Now, granted, it's a team sport. Even in the NFL, it's a team sport. Hockey. I don't know a lot about hockey. I can guarantee it's probably just a team sport as well. Same with soccer. I don't watch a lot of soccer, but I played peewee soccer. And I remember, I think it was a team sport. I don't know. I remember I got Jets. Baseball, yeah, it's a team sport. I don't give a damn about baseball that much. Uh, I, I sleep halfway through the third inning, so I don't know. But I do know basketball is a team sport. And I do know, But I do know that in basketball, it's one of the, probably the few sports where one player can definitely take over. Though he needs a small supporting cast, he can definitely take over. I think Jordan was the best at that. I think LeBron, though, because I know I'm going to fucking hear it anywhere, is that LeBron is should be better than Larry Bird or better than Kobe. LeBron, personally to me, was more is more of a team aspect player. Now, granted, he's a great team. He's a great guy by himself. You put him on any team, he's making that team better. But personally, I just feel that, you know, he works to hit, to be his best. I think he works at his best with a, someone of a supporting cast. Now, granted, every 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 great player works better with a supporting cast. Yes, fucko, it, it, they do. But you should be able to understand what I'm saying is just LeBron just works better and nicer. He has someone he can dish a pass to, like with Kevin Love or Kyrie when he played with them, stuff like that. Or uh, Dwayne Wade and Chris DeBosh, the best power forward in the league. <laughs> no. uh, 
no, I, I, I don't know. I don't know about all that, but no, but yeah, LeBron, um, I think he, I think he's a top five player. I think I'd put him number five or four. Um, another thing that would probably be an arguable thing would be, I would put Allen Iverson in the top 10. I know I've had plenty of arguments so that if, if Allen Iverson's a top 10 player or not, I don't think Allen Iverson ever really got a supporting cast. I don't think he was at his t- at the time. I don't think Allen Iverson was ever much of a liked player by the league itself because of the way he dressed and the way he acted and the way he talked. Um, I think a lot of people misconstrued the "we're just talking about practice" quote. Um, but I think Allen Iverson was a great player. I think I think any great player that has to retire without a Super Bowl ring or a finals ring or how even a FIFA cup or a fucking whatever that weird wine, big ass wine glass they have in the NHL. Any great player that has to, to retire because of old age or he's not as good or just he's done has to retire without a championship. I think that's that's really sad. But you know you can't you can't have everything in the league. You know, there's you know you're not gonna you know it's gonna be hard for a lot of great players to win championships when Tom Brady's playing until he's fucking sixty years old and still throwing spirals down to fucking whoever he's got a wide receiver. Probably to kill Henry by the time he's sixty. But, but yeah, I mean, you know, you know, and I don't know why we got sidetracked about championships and shit, but. To the point of the thing, Jordan's a smart businessman. Yes, he's selling part of the, the Hornets. And I think that's smart because, to be honest, I don't think the Charlotte Hornets are a great team. I don't think they've ever really been a great team. Um, but, 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 I think Jordan's smart, um, you know. I don't know if he's putting all of his time and effort into owning the page or shit, owning the Hornets. Um, but I don't really know all the responsibilities is is to be an owner. So, you know, uh, I'm assuming that there's a lot, obviously, but and Jordan does a lot. He owns a he owns his own brand. He owns a he's probably got kids. He owns the Hornets, but yeah. Off of that, Greg Popovich. The Team USA placed seven. And he's calling out people that were criticizing them for placing seventh, immature and arrogant. Now, I'll be honest. I don't know what was going on. I don't know why... Like random players kept um, not like just kept backing out or not committing to Team USA. I don't know what was going on, but I know their roster isn't as good as it used to be. But I know they still have a pretty good cast. I know they got hopefully the MVP this season, Kemba Walker, and they got Marcus Smart and Jason Tate. They basically have half. Basically, have half a Celtics team. And then they got like 
some other guys. <laughs> um, but yeah. I mean, that's it for the headlines in the NBA. Nothing, nothing really big's happened in the NBA, unfortunately. Nothing until, like, October 4th, probably, when the first game starts. At, what the fuck? 1 a.m.? Just seeing this time for the first time. It's Houston versus L.A. Clippers. I think that's going to be a good game to watch, uh, mainly for L.A. Clippers. But we're gonna. I'm gonna jump back to the NFL games. I'm gonna talk about the Thursday game. Then I'm gonna talk about now the games coming up tomorrow Monday. So so far, there's only been one Week Two game, and it's been the Buccaneers versus the Panthers. Both came into this game 0-1. So you knew one of these teams was going to leave 0-2, and, and the other one was going to leave 1-1. One one. Unfortunately, Carolina Panthers left that game 0-2. Surprisingly, when I was thinking about who was going to win this game, I thought it was going to be the Panthers, no doubt. Buccaneers came out, and they won by 20-14. to I mean, Jameis Winston didn't throw a single interception. Uh, his passer rating was 103.4, 16 for 25 attempts, uh, 208 yards. I mean, that's okay. <coughs> I think I would take that over Cam Newton. He threw 51 pass attempts, only completing 25. I've already seen memes. You know, whoever started the ground in fantasy this week did great because of Cam Newton. Uh, um, threw for 333 yards, no interceptions, no touchdowns. Uh, only got a 70.1 passer rating, which I mean, granted, that's not great to look at. The accuracy definitely will, probably wasn't that great, but granted, you know what? The only positive, the, I think the positive to look at was he threw for over 300 yards. That's solid for a starter. He didn't throw any interceptions. That's solid. Okay. Nowadays, a lot of these defenders are not like they used to be back in the old times where they're going to be big and strong and they're going to be really pissed off all the time for no fucking reason. Okay? Nowadays, it's more of you know they're fast, they're nimble, they're, they're, they've been working, dude. They work on intercepting the ball out of midair. They work on somehow doing a fucking 360 ballerina spin, jump in the air, snatch the ball, and take it back for pick six. They work on that kind of stuff. So the fact that he had that many missed passes and and didn't throw an interception. I think that's a that's an all right positive to, to think about. Now to the rushing. The big rushing stuff. Peyton Barber. 23 carries, 82 yards, 3.6 averaging, one touchdown, zero fumbles. That's pretty good. That's a solid night for running back. That's a pretty good night. That's a pretty good night. But on the other side of that, on the Panther side, a running back that I like. I had him last year in fantasy. I had him this year in fantasy. He let me down this week. 16 carries, 31, 37 yards. Sorry, 37 yards. 2.3 average, zero touchdowns, zero fumbles. The only positive look at that, zero, zero fumbles. Not great, but not – I mean, no, no fumbles is pretty good. But when you look at the yards and the carries, it's pretty sad. Pretty sad. Now, granted, that's not all on Christian McCaffrey. That's on the old line. 
the O-line really takes the team where they need to go. So I didn't watch this game. <coughs> I need to get the NFL pass because if I get it, then I'm going to be watching like every game. I don't have it, but what I can assume was the NFL. I'm assuming Cam Newton had to throw a lot of touch, had to throw a lot of balls out quickly and fast. Assuming the O-line wasn't protecting them. I'm assuming the O-line wasn't able to move the defensive line very well for Christian McCaffrey to really get anywhere. So I'm assuming that was probably the tail of the tape, as they would say in UFC 3 in the game. Um, Chris Godwin for receiving on the Buccaneers side had nine targets, caught eight of them for 121 yards, 15.1 average, one touchdown. That's pretty good. That's pretty good, yeah. Greg Olson, though, on the Panthers side, had nine targets, only caught six of them. 110 yards, 18.3 averaging, zero touchdowns. So, not great. Not great. Well, the yards is good. No, that's good. That's, That's pretty good. But that's a good chunk of Cam Newton. And I can see that Jameis Winston was relying on Godwin. Or Goodwin, Godwin, whatever you want to call him. So when you look at the team stats... Both teams couldn't really convert on third down. Carolina couldn't convert on fourth down at all. Buccaneers didn't even try to convert on fourth down. Rushing yards, Buccaneers are definitely better. With 100 rushing yards altogether. Panthers only had 39. Panthers were better for passing yards. They had 313 altogether. 189 on the Tampa Bay side. Yards per game so far. Panthers have beaten them. Sacks, both teams had three. No interceptions were thrown. That's good. Punting doesn't matter. Penalties. So Tampa Bay was definitely more undisciplined. Uh, they had 12 penal- team penalties. Panthers only had five. Big margin there. Fumbles lost. That goes to Carolina. Carolina lost three fumbles. Tampa Bay only lost one. Tampa Bay had 33 minutes of possession time. T- Carolina only had 26. So, yeah. So, uh, Panthers defense, though something to look forward to is they did have a they did have a safety, Luke Kelchi. I'm gonna say his name definitely wrong. Had a safety. He uh, got a safety in the fourth quarter, and Matt Gay went and kicked the PAT or field goal. I'm sorry, 32 yard field goal to secure the game for sure. Um, you know, there is, uh, wasn't one side. It was a close game, but I feel like when all said and done with some of the stats, it definitely looked better for Tampa Bay, obviously. Uh, they're one and one now. Carolina's 0-2. Uh, unfortunately for Carolina, their schedule gets a bit easier. 
I mean, Tampa Bay wasn't that, shouldn't have been that hard, really. Uh, their first game against the Rams probably was probably a pretty hard, tough game. You know, the Rams just made it to the Super Bowl. Tampa Bay should have probably been an easier game for them, but they lost both. Pretty close games, though, so something to look forward to. I'm predicting they'll probably win in Arizona against the Cardinals. Going on from that, they do have another matchup against Tampa Bay in Tampa Bay, October 13th. And they do not face them again the rest of the season, as of right now. They're fourth in the NFC South. So let's just hope they can pick it up, at least for them Carolina fans. So the games we got going on this week. We got the Eagles going against the Falcons. We got Cardinals going against the Ravens. 49ers going against the Bengals. Chargers going against the Lions. Vikings going against the Packers. Jaguars going against the Texans. Patriots going against the Dolphins. Bills going against the Giants. Seahawks going against the Steelers. Colts going against the Titans. Cowboys going against the Redskins. Chiefs going against the Raiders. Saints going against the Rams. And the Bears going against the Broncos all on Sunday night. Then Monday, it's Browns versus Jets. Both usually have been laughing stocks of the NFL. They've both been really shitty teams, but now they're looking all right. Both looking decent. Browns definitely look better, but Browns definitely took a huge loss last week to the Tennessee Titans. They're both 0-1, so someone's leaving this game on top. Uh, Just by the numbers... I'm gonna say the, I'm gonna say the Browns take this game. I'm gonna say the Browns are gonna come back with some fire. You know, Nick Nick Chubb did pretty decent on the ground. Uh, I'm gonna say that you know, especially with Jamison Crowder getting 17 targets by himself just last week with the Jets. That's probably not a good sign that that you're not getting a lot of people open. Oh, see, I'm going to say the Browns take the game against the Jets. Uh, I'm going to say the Eagles take the game against the Falcons. Cardinals are going to lose against the Ravens. Ravens win. I think the Bengals will beat the 49ers. I, I'm going to predict this is going to be an upset game. Because if I've known anything about the Lions, the Lions somehow win these games that are big. Like, these are against good teams. They win the games that are against good teams. But against these shit-tier teams, they, like, lower themselves to lose. So I predict the Lions will beat the Chargers. It's my big upset of the week. I think the Vikings will take out the Packers. Jaguars will take the Texans. Now, this does come with a, this does come with a little bit of an uh, exception. That young new quarterback will probably be up to start. If he is... This is a good game to see how we take the pressure against someone like J.J. Wyatt with his prestige. J.J. Wyatt coming in and just ripping around your – just beating the fucking hell out of shit out of your fucking tight – ooh, beating the shit out of your tackle to get right to you. I think the Giants will take the Bills. I think the Titans will take the Colts. Seahawks will take the Steelers. Raiders will take the Chiefs. Cowboys will take the Redskins. Bears will take the Bears will take the Broncos. 
And then the game of the week. Oh, hold on, hold on. I'm sorry. Patriots will definitely take the Dolphins. That's an easy-peasy game. Now that I say that, Dolphins are going to come and win by 30 somehow. But no, I think the Dolphins will lose against the Patriots. But the game of the week that I'm putting is my game of the week. New Orleans Saints versus the L.A. Rams. Let's go a little bit in-depth in this game real fast. So this game is Sunday night, 4.25 p.m. My time, which is Eastern Standard Time. Previous matchup, the Rams won 26-23, which is January 20th, 2019, last year. So far, Drew Brees has thrown better. Both teams are 1-0. Rushing, both running backs got the same amount of yards. Michael Thomas, Tyler Higby are the two best receivers on both teams. Michael Thomas definitely caught more and did better. For this game, for this game, here's the big thing. Are you going to if you're going to predict this game, it's really are you going to take the the older guys, you're going to take the younger guys. I'm pretty sure Todd Gurley is older. He's 25. I think he's older than Alvin Kamara, which is the only – yeah, he's one year older. So both running backs are pretty young. But personally, I think Alvin Kamara right now is better than Todd Gurley. I'm going to throw that out there. I think Alvin Kamara is better than Todd Gurley. From the last year's stats to this year, I'm going to say Alvin Kamara is definitely better than Todd Gurley. In my opinion, Todd Gurley's definitely got some stuff he's got to figure out with injury type-wise. I put Drew Brees better than Jared Goff, though I do not like Drew Brees that much. But I do put him better than Jared Goff. Um, and I think the receiving core... I don't know, because Cooper Coop's pretty good. I don't know. I do not. This is a hard game to really predict. The most other games I can predict pretty pretty sweezy bleezy. Um, New Orleans is second right now for yards per game. They had a huge win last week against the Texans, which obviously most people knew the Texans played better than the Saints. The Saints got lucky in that last couple minutes. Um, passing yards-wise... New Orleans is seventh rushing. New Orleans is seventh. Uh, points per game, both are tied at eighth. And then third down percentage, both are tied. Or Sorry, New Orleans Saints are tied for third. And the big old Jared Goff Rams get ninth. Defensive stats are both pretty yucky-ucky. Rams are a bit better at rushing yards. Um... Yeah, you know what? You know, you know what? I'm gonna take those Saints. I I personally think the Rams just don't don't come up decent against hard opponents. I don't think they come up that well. But I don't know though. I mean, they didn't come up well against the Patriots in the Super Bowl. What I mean, the Super Bowl is really a a, a big game, obviously. That's sensible. Saying, I'm just kind of saying nonsense now, but 
No, I think the Saints will win. I think the Saints will take that dub. I think they'll move in 2-0. Rams will be 1-1. One and one. And I want to know, do the Rams in their schedule, do they come up against the Chiefs at all this season again? It doesn't look like it, which seems like a like a like a streak of luck that they don't come up against them. I'm not seeing it here. I might I might skim over it on accident. And it doesn't look like they face the Patriots either, so they're really lucky. They face Arizona twice in the same month though. So it'll take two probably easy wins. I don't know though. Arizona seems like Arizona seems like they could do something. I don't I might be wrong. I might have to go back and change that prediction. You know what? I'm changing my, my Ravens and Cardinals game. <laughs> giving it to the Cardinals are gonna win. I'm giving it to the Cardinals. You know why? I think the Ravens got a bit overjealous. I think they, I think they're over a bit overzealous from that first game, doing really, 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 really good against the Dolphins, and that should not be get you overzealous. That is a bad team. I'm sorry, but the Dolphins are a bad team this season. They do not have any big playmakers. They don't seem to have anyone that's gonna get it done for them, and they got. Fitzpatrick Magic coming in at quarterback. Okay, now I gotta be honest. Well, Cardinals probably gonna. I'm gonna. Yeah, I'm gonna say the Cardinals are gonna take this game. I think the Ravens are gonna make big mistakes and they're gonna finally learn that they're they're an alright team, but they're not the great team. Cardinals are gonna probably be the worst team here overall, but I think they're gonna be the team that ends up coming out with a win because of just having a huge comeback against. Yes, I know it's the Lions and the Lions just once again just seem to fucking drop the ball all the time. And I think the Lions, I think the Lions, still with a big lead like that, any team, any team that drops a ball, like a big lead like that, even when you're the, just the Cardinals and you're a rookie quarterback, you're first going to have a comeback like that. That's pretty good. It's pretty cool. Though you may have some older guys like David Johnson and Larry to help you out. Just saying. It's pretty, pretty fucking good. Pretty fucking cool. So, I'm going to go down and throw down one last time. Just going to throw some names on some games. Game of the week goes, yep, the New Orleans Saints and Rams game. I think the big upset of the week will be the Lions beating out the Chargers. I don't think it'll go to the Cardinals against the Ravens, only because, I mean, fuck it. We can, you know, this is my fucking show. We can do two big upsets of the week in the first time me doing big upsets of the week. There's going to be two big upsets of the week. I think the Cardinals are going to take out the Ravens, and I think the Lions are going to take out the Chargers. I think the game to watch, the beatdown game of the night, is I think the beatdown is going to be on the Dolphins from New Orleans Patriots. I think New Orleans Patriots, oh, 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 holy scuffed-a-roni, dude. I think uh, the New England Patriots are going to just be fucking amazing. Against, <coughs> sorry, against uh, 
the Miami Dolphins. The Dolphins are having a lot of internal struggles, a lot of external struggles with players and stuff like that. And I think the Patriots are just going to go on a fucking throwing spree. I think it's going to be a lot of passing down to Antonio Brown, to Julian Edelman, to, to fucking, you know, whoever they got, personally. Whoever they got, they're just going to throw the ball to him. And I wish, if Nikhil Harry was playing in this game, I want Josh Gordon. Oh, my God, ladies and gentlemen. This game is going to be a beatdown, all right? It's going to be a fucking Mama Roni Tony's beatdown on the Patriots, or on the Dolphins. And the Patriots are going to be delivering that big, giant blow. So that's what I'm predicting for that. So I got the – there's two big upsets of the week coming up. Game of the week and then the beatdown game of the week. To be honest, I think that I think I might not do a beatdown game of the week. Because to be honest, I think it's always going to be against the Dolphins. Probably it's probably going to be the same for next week's game because the Cowboys are going against the Dolphins and Cowboys are a hell of a good team too. Then week four, he's playing against the Dolphins. Then oh, the Chargers! Holy shit, dude! Miami did not get an easy fucking schedule to start off the season. Week five, did they get anyone easy? Like, at least anyone they could, like, somewhat throw some fucking heat at. I think they get a bye week very early, because I'm not seeing them out there on week five. If I skipped over them, my bad, my bad, my bad. I think they have a bye week. So I think other teams are to week six. Ooh, week six is going to be a fun week for Patriot fans. We're going to kick the shit out of the Giants for fucking talking shit. Uh... Oh, that's a fun week for Patriot or for Lions fans too. Green Bay Packers and Lions. That's a good Redskins. Okay, Miami could probably throw some heat against the Redskins. They'll probably <clears throat> still lose. Uh, the Bills and Dolphins. That's a conference matchup. <clears throat> yeah. Well. It's only week two. We got a lot of weeks coming. Can't wait. Can't mo trucking wait till the Super Bowl and the Patriots taking on the Rams again. Because <laughs> that's that's what it's looking like already. But yeah, I think that's that for that. Yeah, that's that for that. Three that's in one sentence, ladies and gentlemen. Can you do that? Oh, and then I knew, I know, I was going to say, I was going to do a little bit of UFC, but I have been just a fucking, I have just not been paying it. I just did not get to watch it today. I was a bit busy. NCAA football, I know the team I normally watch, I'm sorry, I'm trying to watch is playing right now. They are beating 22-21 to 21 against Kentucky. Three minutes left in the fourth quarter. Clemson is just throwing down a smackdown on Syracuse right now in the third quarter, 24-6. to six. Hawaii is getting beat down by Washington, 45-20. to 20. Any upset games? I still don't. Here's the thing, though. Now, you guys will probably have to bear with me a bit. I still got to, like, <laughs> I still need to, like, understand – like football still like not not just football but I mean like I still need to understand like college football like the only thing I, I think I need to look up more is I don't understand all these number of things like 19 for Iowa or 8 for Auburn like like Florida was like 8 or 7 last week and now they're 
nine. Like, I, what the hell? I thought they won. Shouldn't they be going up? Because Clemson's won, and I've been told Clemson's, like, the best. So I'm assuming that Clemson, like, how good do you need to play to be number one? Do you just need to play, like, the best fucking players? And then the people without numbers, are they the bad teams? Because everyone that's got a number is just molly people that don't have numbers. Except Florida State. They're beating Virginia right now. And, I mean, Florida's in a close game with someone that doesn't have a number. But, I mean, Florida's pretty high up there with the numbers. Like, I thought Iowa was a – or Hawaii. Iowa. I thought Hawaii was a good team. But, like, they don't even have a number. LSU's got a number. They're molly whopping on northern, north, Northwestern State. But like, but like BYU beat USC. I hate that a lot of these schools have like just letters. <laughs> that makes me want to punch my cock. Lamar just got absolutely whoever Lamar is just got a fucking dunked on by Texas A and M. I know that's where uh, Johnny Cash went. Lamar, oh, oh my, my main man Lamar, you got fucking yoinked on. Yeah, yoinked and doinked on, dude. Oh, there oh, Lamar lives in Texas? Well, Lamar just got his ass beat by Texas A&M. <laughs> Texas A&M must be the Texas team, then, I guess. I, like, like... Uh, there's only a minute left in the Florida game. Who's got the ball in the Florida game? We'll, we'll, like, I'll sit here at the last minute. Is that going to tell me? I, I don't know. I haven't been fucked to watch the Florida games. I'll have to look it up. I feel I feel like a fucking retard not knowing this. Anyway. Yeah. So that is probably it for the NFL for anything left in the NBA. NFL. Not a whole lot this week, unfortunately. Not a whole lot yet. I think Wednesday. I think I think for Wednesdays we probably usually be pretty lit up. I think a lot of the headlines are pretty gone, pretty much gone. I think when the NFL, the NBA season starts in combination with the NFL, it'll probably be really just joined up with stuff. But these will probably always be about an hour or less. But um, other than that, you know, thank you for for listening. Thank you for being here. Thank you for. Listen to me spout on my nonsense, my opinions. I know it's probably pretty boring. Because my opinion means absolutely nothing <laughs> in the big green scene. But, you know, it's always fun. But I will see y'all on a motherfucking Wednesday when we see Lions upset them Chargers. Yoink a doink. <laughs>